Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People Matter. Hello, welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host, Natalina, and the founder of Rise Up For You. It's so great being with you today and an honor to be back with you here every Wednesday. And don't forget, we have our other host, Leanne DeSanto, amazing, amazing podcast host. She's on every Monday and Friday. That's right. We are here three times a week on your favorite podcast channel. Well, today I'm so excited because we're going to be talking to not only a friend of mine, but really a change maker, Stephanie Theard. She's a former executive admin for Fortune 100 company, And today, she's a life coach, mentor, and realtor. She is really multi-passionate. And today, we're going to spend some good time talking about the executive admin role and why that's so important today in the corporate world. So if you're an executive and you have an executive assistant, you're definitely going to want to share this episode. We're also going to talk a little bit more about pivoting, right? How to have more than one career, right? And that's totally possible today how to have a side hustle, what that looks like to have your eggs in multiple baskets, especially today with everything that's going on in the world. So I know you're going to love this episode. I had a great time talking to Stephanie. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Stephanie Theard. All right, Stephanie, welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Thank you. So I I went ahead and I've already done your bio and told the audience how amazing you are, but I always love to start with asking you, you know, what you're doing, what you're up to, and tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So again, my name is Stephanie, as you said, and I have spent 2020 um, pretty much pivoting. So I've spent the last probably 10 plus years in the executive admin role. And so the end of last year, 2019, I got my um, real estate license and so started in real estate brand new in a brand new city uh, in January 2020. So I'm still working on that. You know, COVID kind of put a damper on things, but I, I'm a hustler. I don't quit. So, And I've also uh, been launching my uh, coaching business. So I work with women to take back their, their power and to live the life that they deserve on their own terms. So it's more of a confidence, um, empowerment. I'm a big advocate for women. Great. I love that. So I wanted to bring you on the show because you're multidimensional, right? And there's a lot of things that you can speak to. And I think we've all um, had a rude awakening in the last year that now more than ever, we have to have our eggs in more than one basket right? Like this is the new workforce. This is the new sign of having a successful career is that you're not just stuck in one area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a couple things that I want to dive into. Predominantly today, since we're on the workplace solutions and business solution podcast is your journey, you know, working with high functioning executives as basically the right hand, right? You're the right hand man, right hand woman, where you're helping them. And I think that's such an important role. And we do a lot of work with small, medium, and large companies. 
And a lot of times that, that role, that executive assistant, they're not performing where they should be performing, right? Maybe they don't think that this role is a value, but in fact, it is one of the most important roles in a company because you are serving the executives. So I want to um, talk a little bit about that. So I think my question for you to start with is why is this role so important? So how I see it, and I think how other executive admins see it as well, is that you are the gatekeeper. What you're doing, your job is to allow your executive to just do what he or she can do best. And you take care of all of the small details. You take care of everything else. So in order to get to your executive, everybody else has to go through that gatekeeper. And that's you. Right. It's a very, very important role. And what about, um, you know, I, I see that there's a lot of, um, you have to be efficient, okay? And you also have to be what I like to call the researcher. But your job is to make the executive's job easier, right? Not to go and ask the executive a ton of questions because then they could do the job by then. <laughs> right. So what were some things that you had to practice to kind of figure out you know, what do I do? Right. Cause I'm sure right. you didn't knock on the executive's door all the time. So what were some strategies or things that you really had to figure out in this role that made you successful? I mean, cause you've worked with fortune 500 companies, you've worked with Google, you've been there. And so you really understand on a more extreme, you know, extreme level, how to really function in this role. Correct. And it's interesting as an admin is that, you know, it all depends on your executive or executives, if you support more than one, which at Google, I supported three. And it's a lot. So I'll start with, it's really important as the executive, I'll put the executive hat on, mm -hmm. to best start and manage uh, your admin is to sit down with him or her and really just have a conversation, get to know each other. The more the executive can share about his or her life, you know, personal life. I don't want meetings before 8 a.m. I want to take breaks. Lunch is really important to me. You know, getting to know and the admin asking the right questions during that time is key to a relationship, a really good, tight, loyal relationship moving forward. Okay. There's really good questions, excuse me, good, really good questions to ask. What were some of those questions for you that you had, if you can remember any of them off the top of your head? Sure, sure. I mean, I think my biggest education um, as becoming a better admin was with Cisco Systems and, and, of course, with Google. I learned a lot about myself, and I just learned this, the right questions. So when you're sitting down and having that one-on-one -on -one time with your executive, and the executive needs to do that, like schedule it and do not cancel that time because building that relationship will enable your, your executive to just do it exactly what he or she needs to do. And then you're left to doing everything you need to do. So those proper questions would be something as, do you like to take breaks during the day? You know, who are the, the, the important players for like for your calendar? You know, if someone does call, is this the right person? Do I, automatically schedule an appointment or is this something that we can move around um, and understanding over time understanding the business and what they do yeah. and understanding you know each and every team player and meeting with those team members because that's important you want to build this camaraderie you want to build this loyalty with with the team 
It's interesting that you're talking, I mean, it's, it's timely that you're talking about this because we're actually doing a training for a company um, within a few days here. And one of the points that I bring up, because we're talking about 360 workplace intelligence, one of the points that I bring up is um, getting in the mind of your leader or getting in the mind of the executive or the senior, right? Who, whoever is leading you, because in order to do your job efficiently, right? And to make sure you're on the same page, you have to know what the executive is thinking to some extent. You mm -hmm. have to know what they like, what they don't like, what they prefer, what move they potentially are going to make next. And the mm -hmm. more you can study your senior or your advisor or your leader or whatever we want to call it, the more successful you're going to be in taking the right action steps that are going to be in alignment with that executive. I, I completely agree 100%. And where I think that foundation is, is how much that executive is willing to share with you. Because I've been, I've been around for 10 plus years and I've had executives that will not share a bit about them. So I really can't do my job. You know, team, you know, team players, they're calling me, wanting to get on his calendar. I don't know anything about him because he is not, and I say he, cause he was, he was a he. Um, and he was not able to divulge and share. That just was his personality. So it hindered my ability to be the best I could be. So when you say share, because I'm sure we might, you know, have a couple people that say, well, why would I share my personal life as an executive? What do you mean by that? So what's the boundary? Try to paint somewhat of a picture of a boundary for those that are listening. What, what are the important sure. things that an executive, in your opinion, and your professional expertise need to share in order for the executive assistant or admin to be successful? And what are the things that are not necessary? Okay. Um, I think it's really important up front, just briefly, just their personal life. Are they married? Do they have kids? They, do they want to be home by six o'clock so they can hang out with their family? You know, that kind of thing. That's like the, the outskirt information. That's really important. Family is really important. How important is it to this executive? That kind of thing. So I think family, personal life, briefly, you don't have to go divulge, but just briefly. So I know, okay, that's important to him or her. Right. Okay. Or, okay, you have Right, right. Yeah. They want to be home by five, you know, that kind of thing. Or they don't want to have a meeting before eight o'clock because they want to take their kids to school. Whatever the scenario is. So a brief kind of who they are personally okay. and what's important to them. And then it goes into their, their day, what's important to them. Like, for example, um, I, I supported three executives at Google and they were all completely different. So my main manager who I reported to was wonderful. And he would tell me, I like to take 10 minute breaks between meetings. I just do. I work better that way. Um, okay. I, you know, I don't, I don't like people coming into my office because I'm trying to focus. So if you could, you know, and then others were like, they can come in, the doors open, come on in, no problem. Got it. So it's getting to know their routine, getting to know their likes and dislikes when it comes to their business yeah. and then supporting that and being loyal to that. That's an important, that's a very important concept, I think. What, what would you say are big no-nos? You know, big, what are things that make it harder for the executive? I mean, like I said, I, we work with a lot of small, medium, and large businesses. And I would say that the most, um, this role, executive admin, they've probably been let go the most, right? From, with yeah. our clients, from our experience, because 
they come in and they make it harder for the company. They make it harder for the executive to do their job and it's supposed right. to be the opposite. So what are some things that you would say, you know, if you're an executive admin, if you're looking to get into this role, do not do these things. Well, I will tell you first what to do, which would hopefully weed out what not to do. Mm -hmm. So when you go into this role, you go into the, with the mindset is that you're there for them, not there for yourself. No one's there for you. You're there to support. You need to have confidence in your ability. And it takes time to get to know the business. It, get to, it, get, it takes time to get to know the executive and their likes and dislikes. Don't, don't sit down with them for, say, 30 minutes on a one-on-one, -on -one, maybe a weekly or bi-weekly basis, and then do the, you know, and not take any notes, and then just do the opposite of what they don't like. Like, hey, I don't bother me with the door closed. And then you're constantly going in, knocking on the door, you know, to, to interrupt them. Don't be that person. They need support. They don't need to babysit, I guess I should say. And, um, and if an executive cannot chat with you and share his, his likes, his or hers likes or dislikes, then it becomes very difficult for you to do the right thing. So you, you may stumble along the way with that type of executive. So um, I just don't do the opposite of what you're learning. Uh, and I about would say, yeah, and I would say if that is the case, then watch that executive like a hawk. Yeah. Observe every single move they make so that you can get some idea of right. how they tick okay. and how they work in the workplace and what their preferences are. Right. It's, it's yeah. being observant. Like, uh, let's just say that, that your executive is very busy, doesn't have the time up front to sit down with you for 30 minutes, what have you, then you have to rely on your ability to read context clues. You have to, you know, be outside of the box and just sit and observe for a bit. And that's how I do it at first. I just like to observe and then I can build, you know, okay, I can see what's going on. I can see how things are happening. And then I can start putting myself out there more as a, um, a gatekeeper. The more and more I do that, the executive notices that and says, hey, listen, I like what you're doing. But maybe if we can just tweak this, and then it becomes more of a dialogue because your executive now needs to be engaged because, hey, she's standing out a little bit. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think this is such great information. And I think the role is so important as well. And especially right now with so much that's going on, I, the, this role, this ad, executive admin role is so important, especially as we're working remotely. Right, because now more than ever, we have to be managing projects and meetings and whatever is happening, and we can't always right. see one another, right, and be in, in each other's space. So, th this is great information. Thank you, Stephanie. I want to pivot a little bit because, you know, we're in this uh, very dynamic workplace situation, right, with everything that's just happened with COVID. And you've transitioned over the last year and a half. And again, you're multi passionate, which I love. I am as well. I think that. Like I said earlier, we are now in a generation where we have to think, we have to think long-term, we have to think big picture, right? And so mm -hmm. you're in real estate and you're also doing coaching with women, right? For confidence. I actually want to talk about that area because as you know, 76 to 82% of professionals in the workforce struggle with confidence. It is a big tragedy today. And companies may not recognize that the lack of performance, the lack of efficiency, the lack of productivity, you know, communications that are happening in the workplace, they stem from confidence, from not mm -hmm. feeling enough 
from beliefs that are in their mind that are saying, you know, negative thoughts and telling, you know, all the monkey chatter, not thinking that you're adding value. And what, when you feel that way about yourself, what happens is that you project it onto others, you create discourse, you create tension. So why did you choose this area? Why, what made you say, you know what, after spending this much time working with fortune 500 companies, I'm going to start working with women to help them build this confidence. It was interesting. It's a great question because I just, my journey in my life has kind of, has brought me to this space and to go back to the confidence and lack thereof, uh, that's a tragedy out there. Just Google, for example, I mean, imposter syndrome is real. Totally real. (laughs) It is real. And it really consumed me when I was there. And of course now hindsight's 2020, I could go back with such a new confidence that that wouldn't hinder me. And it, uh, I, I mean, I admit it, 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 it hindered me. So I feel like now with everything I've learned and you know, where I'm at in my life, I can share and provide that insight in hopes that, you know, women going through similar that as I did just in, in the executive world can say, Hey, listen, okay. I've been working with staff and I don't have to let this hinder me. This is not a real thing. I mean, it, you know, it's okay. I have the confidence. I am enough exactly where I'm at. I'm, I'm enough. And I just want women to know that and to, and to, and to put their themselves forward every day that way. Awesome. I, I love that. I think that you yeah. said, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> perfectly. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of obviously, you know, confidence. It's one of the main competencies that we teach at Rise Up For You. So the more the merrier, the more people that we have out there that are doing this work, the better, because we all need it globally around the world. We all need it. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been such an amazing conversation. I'd love to jump into the power section. So this is where I shoot some questions at you and respond with like a sentence or two, just more questions. Okay. Okay. So the first one is, um, I like to call it the golden nugget. If you were to leave this planet tomorrow, what's the one golden nugget that you would want to leave for people to hear? In, in respect to who I am or anything, just your golden nugget. If you could leave the world with one final message, what would that golden nugget be? I guess the message for me would be that I would want to leave would be that girl, that girl can hustle. That girl has hunger and she never gives up and she brings her joy every single day. Awesome. And what would you say is a value that's a non-negotiable for you? So something that is a non-negotiable that you will never compromise, that one value. One value. I guess for me is I I do not want to ever feel lack about myself ever again. And if I allow anybody in a, in my circle, whether it's personal or professionally, try and you know create some sort of lack or bring up any kind of lack. That's my non-negotiable. No, I decide how I feel. I decide who I am, and no one, I don't care what you say, can change that. I love that. So personal leadership and ownership is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. I think I think that's amazing. And lastly, we have one more question, but before we jump into that, uh, how do we learn more about you? Where do we find you? Uh, Can we find you on LinkedIn? What's the best way to connect? LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, also Instagram, but LinkedIn is probably the best way 
to get to know me okay. and get a hold of me as well. Awesome. And that's Stephanie Theard, right? Correct. It's Steph they, at Steph Theard. Okay, great. And we'll put that in the show notes. And then I know you mentioned earlier that you have like a free confidence kit or a free gift for, for any women that potentially are interested in learning more about that, right? We talked offline a little bit. What is that? And can we put that in the notes as well? Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a free gift and it's basically, you know, hey, listen, am I not having my own back? Am I not feeling like, you know, secure in my own self? Then I have some little tips that would help um, bring that confidence back and just a few things that women can do, people can do to just um, kind of come back to center and realize your worth once again. And also, if I may shout out that I would, I'm also offering a free 30 minute strategy call. Great. I love that. Thank you. So we'll put that in the notes. So check okay. out Stephanie on LinkedIn. Uh, then we'll put the, the freebie link is right below for her free confidence kit, gift or kit. And then take advantage of that 30 minute strategy coaching call, right? Because everybody needs it right now. It's completely right. free. It's 30 minutes. What do you have to lose, right? Thank you so much <laughs> for offering that to our audience. And our final question, my favorite question that I love to ask. <laughs> so as you know, we are Rise Up For You. That's the company. That's the work that we do. What comes to mind when you hear that? Oh, so many wonderful things. Um, I, I found Rise Up For You months ago. It was probably right at the beginning of uh, the pandemic mm-hmm. and the lockdown here in California. And uh, it pretty much saved, it saved me, I'll be honest. Um, working with your, you and your team and just the confidence and the, and the family that was there when you're kind of by yourself, right? So you created, in a nutshell, you saved me from probably myself, um, not knowing what this pandemic is all about and, you know, the ebb and flow of, of our mindset and uh, it's the confidence. It's, it's just keep going. It's the, um, it's just like that cheerleader that we all need. And it really empowered me to keep going. That is the question because really, truly. It did. I, I, it was a beautiful response. I didn't expect that, but you know, as the founder of the company, I, I appreciate hearing that and um, that's why we do what we do. So thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your work with us and our audience, because it's so important. And there's so many people, um, out there like you that have a gift to give to the world. And the more that we can get your message out there, the better. So thank you. Thank you so much, so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, another great episode, another great guest, and thank you so much for joining us today because we cannot do this without you and your support. If you haven't already, make sure that you head over to riseupforyou.com and learn more about us if you're new to this podcast, if you're new to Rise Up For You. Our whole focus is to enhance company culture and develop professionals like yourself through soft skills development really bringing to the workforce, really bringing into your life the essential skills that make or break our success, whether it's a company, a community, or an individual. Rise Up For You, thank you for joining us today, and we will see you next time.